Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Red Men TV. This is your player rating show after Liverpool beat Leicester City 3 0 at the King Power Stadium in what was a very impressive away performance from the Reds. And I haven't said that a lot this season. I'm here with Mick Moran, Steve O'Hare, and Andy Bell to give the Reds some numbers on just how they got on tonight. So, without further ado, let's get straight into it. Alison Becker, Mick, I'll come to you first, mate. Good performance from Ali tonight. Yeah, I think considering the way we played, I think he still had a like we mentioned we had, we had a big role to play, like a couple of early doors, like a good save early doors, and then there was the uh, the mad one second half where he shows for a for a pass at the edge of the box, which is mad. But uh, I wouldn't change him for anyone. I think he's he's the best in the world by by a long way, and in a load of factors, I think I'd, I think out of ten, I think I'd probably give him an eight point five. Um, so I think he was he didn't have that much to do, but he's always switched on. He's always switched on. I think that's the thing. Like he's always there. He always closes stuff down. Like I think reading the play balls over the top, he's always there. I think that's something that he's perfect for our game. I think that's why that's why he's so good. He's perfect for our game with a high line, but he's also perfect to play against Leicester because if they were going to hurt us tonight, it was going to be over the top, like Madison trying to find Vardy and Patson Dacca, and he did try that a lot, and Harvey Barnes for that matter, but Alisson was just snuffing out before we even... He would have had a much busier night in terms of saves were we not so proactive in dealing with it in the first place. So, yeah, I think that's fair enough. Um, Aldo Canate gets booked late on, sort of his, you know, obligatory booking later on in the game, like, but I thought he was actually really good. Um, commanding him and Virgil seems to be working really well together. Evan, we haven't had that a lot this season, I think it's fair to say. Does really well in some one-on-one battles too. Um, and yeah, deals with him pretty well. So a good night for Canate. Again, another clean sheet, of course. And Alisson's 101st for the Reds. I'll give Canate probably an eight, I think. I'll probably give him an eight, to be honest with you. I think it was a sound night for him. Um, Steve, I'll come to you next, mate. I'll give you I'll give you Virgil. Okay. Um, I feel like he did everything we asked him to. I feel like a lot of the... Um a lot of the traffic was coming more down Canate's side. I think they were looking for the space in behind Trent and Canate's mobile enough to get over to it, so it wasn't that much of an issue. I feel like if they were ever challenging Verge, it was ever when like Madison was cutting across the box, yeah. trying to look for a shot, and Verge was always there with the block or the interception or anything like that that we needed them to. And I think you can't ask any more of them than that. I think if he's getting a busy night, I think if he had have been given a busy night, he'd have done everything we needed to. So I think... You can't look past a seven, seven and a half out of ten because he wasn't kept massively busy because, as I say, traffic was on the other side yeah. f- for him tonight. But I feel like if he had been getting everything else to do, he'd have done it. Yeah. 
No, I think that's fair enough, mate. Yeah, it was a quiet night for him, wasn't it? It seemed like. But and if, every time he was called upon, he dealt with it pretty comfortably, which is what we want to see from Verge. Um, Andy, I'll come to you next, mate. Andy Robertson, interesting night for Robbo. Not one of the main characters, I want to say, in this performance, but did his job, didn't he? Can't believe I've not been given Trent. Um, yeah, he was. Um, he, he, he plays fine, Robertson. Uh, defensively solid. Nothing comes down his side. And you know, we mentioned obviously some of the chances that we created tonight. But we, you know, we apart from that one-on-one at the start, um, we didn't really give anything away. They had a bit of pace on the break, but you know, that's holding that line. Especially because there are three of them holding that line is more important. And especially with Trent's position, Robertson can't really get forward as much with that. Um, but he's still. For me, one of defensively the best right backs, or sorry, best left backs in the Premier League, and always was. So yeah, um, I give him a seven out of ten. Um, I love it when he sort of dra- drags a player in, and then he still has that little burst of pace to get past him at times. Um, I think he just stumbles at the key moment uh, at one point when he gets his foray forward. But yeah, he's absolutely fine. Seven out of ten for me. And he had his standard shot off target as well, early doors, and he was, we knew he was never going to score from, let's be honest. But I think you're right, he just can't get forward enough because of Trent's role now. And he probably feels half gutted about that, to be honest with you, because he was so, he loved getting forward. Him and Trent always had those assist battles in there, and he can't do it quite as much now. He's still linking up with Diaz, but Diaz himself is sort of struggling to get back up and running, isn't he? I think that was evident. Um, I'm going to give Mick Moran the pleasure of talking about Trent Alexander-Arnold for this one. Uh, you got the goals in the first show, mate, so Trent Alexander-Arnold, go on. How long have you got? Um, I think I'll start with the rating. For, I think nine, I think, I think is... Is being not not even being over generous. I think that's c- completely fine for a for a player who, if you, even if you take out the goal, which in itself is absolutely fucking world class. Yeah. I think even like just picking up the positions, the energy that he's got, he's like a he's like a a new man. He really is. Like I think that the energy that he shows, even in defensive situations where Barnes was maybe getting looking like he might get past them a few times, he was he was showing the energy, showing the the strength that. He's shown in the past now and again, but I think he's shown it even more because he's got that energy now that he's in midfield. He knows, I still need to get over there, I still need to cover it, but I'm still going to pick, pick up those nice positions and show him for the ball. And we know how good he is on the ball, and th- especially in those positions where he can basically pick where he wants to go. Mm. He's just a lethal weapon, he really is, because he can pick those passes, he can knock it long. He, those little curved balls into the, like the, the left-hand side of the box where like Nunes usually picks up and Diaz goes in there. And um, Yeah, there was a couple of times tonight where we, he probably could have got a few more assists, to be fair, con- considering how we were playing. But um, yeah, just the, yeah, I think nine is, just, is a solid performance and to cap it off in the way that he did was absolutely perfect. Yeah, it was me. He was a joy to watch yet again, wasn't he? And there was one, he, he could have had an assist, but it was like an outside the right boot little dink over the top and Cody Gakpo tries to bring it down. And yeah, anything, if Cody Gakpo hits that, that is a magical goal and a world-class assist. And we're used to seeing it now from Trent, absolutely out of this world. Uh, I'll go for Jordan Henderson, Steve. I'll save you the pleasure. Um, sound performance, really, but it's an interesting one with Henderson and that right side of midfield, the role actually in this new system, I'm not sure how much you're ever going to get from that role anymore. It's a really fast, sort of development as we go on much like the Andy Robertson one because left backs change so much because it's now a third centre back and with Trent playing behind that I just don't know how much he can do like he's busy he's influencing things he's keeping it simple he's keeping us ticking over but in terms of actually creating stuff and being sort of the main influence in the performance I just don't know if it exists anymore from that role I might be wrong and it might just be the way Henderson's playing it but listen fine a usual sort of captain's performance from Hendo getting around everyone making things sort of 
keep moving, keeping us playing fast and stuff. But in terms of number, probably a seven, like Virgil, just a pretty standard night. I think for Henderson, nothing exceptional. Um, so I'll give you the pleasure instead of speaking of Fabinho, who I thought was superb tonight. So I'll let you go for it. Yeah, I think I think he's the luckiest man on Merseyside at the minute, being able to have... I think he's benefited from Trent's position change more, more than anyone, I feel like having the legs in there to do half of the covering for him, half of the recycling of the possession. You saw it a number of times where Fabinho was known for just kind of sitting just a little bit outside the box for when those loose balls come out just to get it back in there and get the, the attacks restarted. Trent's doing half of that work for him now. He's doing half the covering. And as much as we're benefiting from the attacking output of Trent now being in more dangerous positions, Fabinho's benefiting of having an extra pair of eyes looking for interceptions an extra pair of legs doing the running on that side so he's got less legs to cover because he has I think we'd be kind of not really doing our best if we were going to say that he hasn't declined at all because he has he has declined but accommodating for that is um, what Trent's there for so I feel like he did really well so I think we still still give him a seven seven and a half out of ten I think he did well but um, I feel like He's doing part of why he's doing so well is because of this new system. So I'm, I'm a bit reluctant to give him too much praise because I feel like it part of it is due to the new system he's in. Yeah, quite possibly. I mean, you'd be stupid to say he hadn't declined given what we've seen earlier on the season. Like, he was absolutely miles off it. Like, he kind of typified how far Liverpool had fallen in many ways for Bino because he was nowhere near. But it's fascinating how important he remains. And whether it be because of Trent or not, how important he remains to Liverpool actually winning games of football. Because we were sort of referencing sort of the parallels between the COVID year and this season earlier on. And it was getting him back into his defensive midfield role in that season that made us go again. And we're getting him back to some sort of resemblance of form now and we're playing good footy again and I think you're right I think Trent is 100% helping him like doing his leg work and stuff like that but he is playing better within himself because simple stuff he just wasn't doing earlier on. he was missing tackles he was late to everything he was misplacing passes now he's getting that stuff right as well and I think we should credit him for that um, didn't give you Trent but I'm going to give you Curtis Jones like the next best thing is it not go on yeah, I'll take Curtis. Um, yeah, just on the point you're all making there, I think with all the midfielders, you can say that they've benefited from from Trent in there. You know, like missing tackles and um, and you know being a little bit slow and late into things. You know, they've all looked like that this season at times. Henderson, Curtis Jones when he's played, Fabinho. And, you know, that is a structural thing. That is a system thing. Okay, part of it is getting a bit older, a little bit less in the tank, a little bit slower to things, but a lot of it is how things are set up around you. I think Curtis Jones has massively benefited from that. I always thought him and Robertson had a really good relationship on the left-hand side. And obviously, I was a little bit concerned now that Robertson's had to drop back in a little bit, that, you know, who's sort of helping Curtis Jones out there? He can be a little bit isolated. But, you know, especially with Diaz back, you know, they're two... They're not similar players in terms of, like, their output or their position, but they're similar in terms terms of the fact that they can just sort of both buzz around and they can both sort of link up quite well and it wouldn't surprise me to see especially if going into next season Curtis Jones does have a place in this team it would you know if him and Luis Diaz can you know strike up a little bit of a partnership that wouldn't surprise me at all because I think we're seeing that in possession already obviously Diaz doesn't have his best game tonight but yeah the two goals played well all night you know he's just got that little bit of extra extra confidence that bit of swagger he had about him when he first came into the team and he was like the sort of not cocky young local lad but certainly had, um, had, had a lot about him and you know you're sort of getting that back now after a, a drop in confidence so yeah I think you have to give him 9 out of 10 as well for his performance tonight 
Yeah, 100%. We'll have to decide the man the match if we've got two nines knock around. Um, I'll let you do um, Mohamed Salah then, Mick, in that case, because gets three assists, obviously, misses that huge chance where to make it 4 0. I know Andy was desperate to add to our goal difference tonight, so he, I'm not that him do Salah. He might have got a two or something like that. He's not having his third assist, and we missed that chance. Um, but no, listen. Salah doing Salah things, is it not? Because I think he breaks another record tonight, becomes our like leading assist maker under or something mad, you know what I mean? So just constantly sort of setting new marks despite not being at his best, is that fair to say? Yeah, I think so. I think we speak about it every week, like Salah breaking records for goal scoring, so it's nice to see him like getting three assists. Yeah. Um but yeah, he's forever a menace. Like he got, he's always showing for the ball. Like it's, I think with like with the new position as well, the new the new system, I should say. Um, maybe he's playing a slightly different, but even still, like his output, like the goals he scored this season, just out of this world. That he's scored thirty in three consecutive seasons is absolutely ridiculous. So, um, and you could see how good he was after he missed that chance. He, even even until he went off, he was still absolutely livid that he missed that chance. Um, because when he's through on goal, he, he's usually lethal. But yeah, three assists. Um, I think the, I think the first one like we spoke about earlier um, I think that one in itself like I know Jones takes it well but I think it's still a great ball it's, into, it's literally pinpoint onto Jones's left foot it's like basically tell him how to finish it um, I think this, exactly yeah yeah um, and the second one's decent as well and then the third one's yeah I mean Trent makes it <laughs> Trent makes it the goal like but um, yeah I just think it's one of them like I, I always appreciate how good he is, but I think it's one of those that we'll never fully appreciate Salah until he's until he's uh, he's left. Unfortunately, the goals that he scored, the assists that he put up, like he's breaking records, the all types of record every week it seems. And it's one of them that you like you you come to expect it now, but it's 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 not normal to do that. I think we kind of it's normalised a little bit because it happens every week. But uh, I just think he's yeah he's just an absolute genius and another another three assists tonight and on a, on a nice little um, a boss win to get to get his back back up there. Number? Oh yeah, number. Um, yeah. Nearly never gave him a number. Um, Oh, it's a mad one. It's a hard one, isn't it? Yeah, three. It's hard to give someone who had three assists under eight, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah, I think eight. I think eight's yeah. probably so. probably prop dead sliding them, but I'll give him an eight. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's fair enough and we do take it for granted on your point yeah, Mohamed yeah. Salah and he's definitely on them plays but them things and it's like only Mo Salah has done records yeah. only Mo Salah has yeah. done this only Mo Salah it's constantly yeah 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 and he's just at it again tonight isn't he um, I'll let you do Cody Gakpo um, Andy spoke about Gakpo a little bit earlier um, what a performance again I this man can do no wrong in my eyes I think he's exceptional I really do I just love watching him play he's very quickly becoming my favourite Liverpool player talk to me about him tonight He's like a Bobby Firmino regen, isn't he? It's really, really nice to see. But he's, he seems like he's just got a bit of, bit more physicality to him as well. Like he's got all of the, all of the linking together properties that we love Bobby for for being able to stitch the attack together, dropping into the into the midfield, giving them more to think about. He's such as we talked about all night. Such an intelligent player. It's really, really nice to see. And I think watching him tonight is. It's clear why he's trusted so much by Klopp to do so many different roles in the team. Whatever we ask him to do, he seems to be able to do no wrong with it. So um, I think tonight you can't can't help but give him a, another seven and a half out of ten. It that's probably a little bit unfair to him. Like, <laughs> I maybe, I yeah, 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 maybe. Don't judge my face. Yeah, yeah. But no, I yeah. absolutely. 
brilliant. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the some of the runs that he's been making forward, he picks the ball up, and he's not picking the ball up and just passing it round like kind of lateral passes. He'll either look for a, a progressive pass or he'll just pick it up and take it himself. The physicality of like a like a an old Oxlade Chamberlain where he just run through it, the physicality to shrug players off the ball and just keep going. Really, really, really nice to see. Dead refreshing because we've been looking for that so long where we've had people who can pass a ball around like a Tiago who can pick out a perfect pass and a Trent who can do the same little cute little dinks here, there and everywhere. But someone to just pick the ball up and go, you know what? I'm going to do it myself. It's not on. I haven't got a pass there. I'll just do it myself and he's done it. And it's really nice to see that from a forward player as well. No, it is, mate. I agree with you. And I think you're right on the physicality point. Like, I absolutely adore Bobby Firmino. We all heard the song sang for 15 straight minutes tonight, interrupted by the Trent Alexander-Arnold free kick, which I think is probably just about fair enough. But generally speaking, I just love Bobby playing. But I think Gakpo might have a little bit more. Like, he's probably not quite as intelligent. He probably hasn't got the link up down just yet as Firmino, but that'll come. But what he does have is he's a bit quicker, he's a bit stronger, he's probably a better finisher, etc, etc. Um, finally, and I'll let you do um, Louis Diaz. You mentioned you have his best game tonight. For me, he like a player who's trying too hard at times. Like He made about 15 fouls, never got booked somehow. But what do you make of him tonight? Yeah, it was mad that he didn't get booked, especially for that one where he sort of goes in quite high, studs up as well. Like, you know, and you, you forget the fact that that was like an accumulation of about 15 fouls. He must have set some sort of record for like a winger, <laughs> the number of fouls yeah. he committed, certainly without a booking tonight. Um, yeah, it, it wasn't Diaz's 10 out of 10 performance by any stretch of the imagination. I think that's fine. You know, it's great that we've had him back for the last sort of five or six games. So hopefully he can have a preseason and hit the ground running next season rather than having this sort of bit of patchy form at the start of next season. Um, yeah, just nothing he really did came off. There were times where, you know, there was a little round the corner pass that was on and the defender read it and it wasn't really his fault, but it was just like nothing was going to happen for him tonight, really. Um, yeah, I, I think possibly going into the next game do you do something different there do you put Jota in against Aston Villa I think that's something I'd probably consider doing and that's not a massive slight on Diaz you know I think he's actually he's actually really impressed me since he's come back in some of his performances especially in Spurs you know some of his retention of the ball um, and when he came on I think in a, in a game or two before that as well you know so I've actually been impressed I've been quite relieved by the fact that he's, he's played so well since coming back because we're all worried about that injury and whether that takes a little bit of pace away from him or whether that takes you know um, a little bit of his, his magic away I don't think that's going to be the case but I do think we'll get one or two performances like that um, until the end of the season and maybe in pre-season as well so I don't think there's any need to be unnecessarily harsh on a, on a night like this so three no I'm joking six, six out of ten <laughs> Yeah, I think you're right. I think anything we get from Diaz since his injury, since coming back between then and the end of the season is a bit of a bonus. Tonight, yeah, not his best, not quite happening for him. I genuinely think, like I say, he was just trying desperately to make something happen, like a man desperate for a goal or an assist or to impact the game in a big way. But like you say, listen, what will be will be. The main thing is he's back playing footy, he's getting minutes under his belt. He is actually getting rid of that rustiness and that lack of match sharpness before it matters, before next season, you know what I mean? So, yeah, that's fine. Anyway, there were some subs but they didn't do a lot so we're going to move on from that uh, that will be all for the episode of Player Ratings make sure you check out all Chris's post-match reaction and all Chloe's from the ground over on Redmen Plus thanks again to the lads and I will see you again soon take it easy small details are big surfaces tight corners are odd shapes flat rounded textured or tall whatever your next project there's a spray paint pattern that's just right 
Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.